This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are live with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo in studio today with Andy Barrar. Not too much longer before uh, Christmas time. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, how fast it comes and then how quickly it goes. You've been spending any money on technology? You know what? I've been doing a lot of uh, online browsing. I guess what do you call it? Window shopping online? <laughs> Amazing deals out there, Mike. I just can't believe it these days. You know, I, I don't think I'm actually going to step into a mall this year. I can do everything at home in my underwear online. <laughs> What an image. It's kind of interesting because uh, this year I have done the majority of my Christmas shopping online. Yeah. And just had it delivered. Yeah. it's uh, And, you know, you can get free shipping too, especially when uh, the Cyber uh, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Now it's Cyber Week. Yeah. So that whole week you can get free shipping on different things. So a lot of great deals out there. And not just like the Amazons, but brick and mortar stores are doing online shopping as well with free free deliveries. So you can't you can't lose. Well, speaking of uh, technology and shipping and delivering, uh, I don't know if you've been following this, Andy, Canada Post has announced uh, that they will be ending direct-to-door post. For urban areas. For urban areas. This is this is pretty amazing. It's funny. I was just talking about Canada Post to someone. I'm like, I'm trying to, have to remember the last time I mailed a letter. It's been a long time. So you, you know that business model is kind of unsustainable. And I think it costs a dollar now. For a stamp? It's getting up there, and uh, I guess they've been doing projections. If they don't change the way they're doing things, uh, they could be losing a billion dollars a year by 2020. Yeah, so it just shows that... Uh... But that's a, that's a bold move. So I think going forward, what they're saying is they're going to get into like the community-based mailboxes, mm-hmm. which I always thought, why don't they do that already? You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I get door-to-door mail, and I love it, obviously, but I just thought, how sustainable is this? Like, someone actually sitting there delivering mail to me every day. Getting chased by the dog. Getting chased by the dogs. <laughs> trying to get over all the leaves in my yard. Yeah. But, uh, uh, they've said that, um, I guess, parcel delivery is definitely up because of e-commerce, but it's not enough to offset the losses in you know delivering mail. I know a lot of people are upset about this, but it's just a sign of the times, if you, if you really think about it in this digital era that we live in. It, it is, again, a bold move. Um, you know, I don't know many other countries yet that have gone that way. I'll have to look into it a little bit more. But can you imagine this in the U.S.? Oh. It, it would be like a there'd be riots in the street. There, there would be riots if the United States Postal Service started stopped delivering door-to-door. Yeah. Guaranteed. Interesting times. What else is in the news here, Andy? Obviously, with uh, Christmas uh, coming up, uh, Santa, Santa trackers. Do you ever do this? This is kind of an interesting story. It's There's a big rivalry between Google and Microsoft on who is going to be tracking Santa this year. Now, Google used to do it with NORAD. They they had a good partnership with NORAD, but they, that broke last year, and so they're doing it all on their own. Uh, they basically have a, a little advent calendar that you can go to on Google where every day you can kind of gives you a new prize or, or a video. But Microsoft now is teaming up with NORAD to do a Santa tracker. <laughs> the funny thing about this story, Mike, is yeah. this whole thing about like, you know, NORAD tracking Santa, it started in 1955. In Colorado, a newspaper made a, a, a published uh, a little Santa ad and says, oh, hey, kids, if you want to call Santa, call this number. Well, it was the wrong number. It was actually to the predecessor of NORAD. And so they started getting all these calls from kids and they kind of just like, you know what, let's play on with this. And since then they've been tracking Santa 
um, you know, digitally online using, you know, aircraft and, and whatnot. So now that's all going online. How are they doing that? How do they? They put a GPS on Santa's sleigh. Really? Yes. And you've got confirmation on that? Yes. It was a, it was a secret <laughs> mission by the U.S. government <laughs> to implant, you know, it was a part of the NSA. We basically got in there and uh, put that chip on his sleigh. Well, speaking of NSA, um, you know, the agency down in the U.S. that's been uh, taking a lot of hits as far as spying on uh, U.S. citizens. Uh, it's coming out now that they're actually spying on virtual worlds, online games like World of Warcraft. You know, it's one thing if you're going to spy on us, you know, in the flesh. But when now they're in the virtual world and there's they're huge, like World of Warcraft. Believe it or not, they have agents inside of World of Warcraft, a big popular game, about 12 million users, which is the size of Greece, the yeah. population of Greece. So that just shows you how big it is. And they're in there and they're looking because apparently they think that there's terrorists in there and they're communicating in World of Warcraft, in World of Warcraft and Second Life. Second Life oh. is, I don't know if you ever tried Second Life. Have I you, did years ago. It's crazy. So for the listeners that don't know, Second Life is, is quite literally your second life. You can create a character. You can live in this virtual world. A lot of people make money in this virtual world selling real estate and products that they design. So people are, it's huge. It's massive across the globe. And now we know the NSA is also in there listening to what, whatever's going on in the virtual world. Pretty. How do you get that job? I want the NSA like uh, looking for World of Warcraft players. <laughs> that's a that's a nice know? job. Okay, so you're playing this online game. How do you even know what to look for? Well, there's terrorists everywhere, Mike. <laughs> Inside the game, outside. Now what they're, they're like they're elves online. Well, what they're trying to do is intercept on communication between people because that's a it's a great way to to converse with other people. Uh, so they. They're, in their mind, they think that stuff's going on. So they're trying to listen in these conversations. And I'm also hearing that they might be listening into Xbox conversations as well. So the big companies have all gone to uh, Obama. The big eight, like Facebook, Google, Yahoo, Apple, Microsoft, have all been urging Obama to stop this because it's freaking everybody out, you know. The, each week we're hearing new revelations about just how much spying and how big it is. And, you know, with all these companies trying to push all our data to the cloud, customers are getting scared. So they have to go and put pressure on the government to to do something about this because it's getting out of control. It's kind of crazy, eh? You know what it makes but, me... But, I mean, everything's digital now, right? Like, all our conversations. Do you remember we used to always think people thought, like, oh, the government's watching us, and we're like, oh, those people are crazy? Yeah. Well, I, uh, apparently, they had uh, some, there was some truth. There was some truth to that. Oh my gosh! So you know, each week I think we're going to hear more about this NSA. But the question is, are the world government going to do something about this? Because we're finding even at the, the G twenty, are they going to do anything about it? Well, no, they're, they're getting caught. You know, yeah. caught spying on each other, and it's this is like James Bond two point here going yeah. on. You know, it's getting kind of crazy. So. I guess in the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll see how that develops. And if Obama actually tries to stop this surveillance, but they won't stop it's going it. underground. You know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, we won't do it anymore. <laughs> Promise. You bet. Pinky swear. Yeah, then they'll have another agency do all of that uh, crazy stuff. But, you know, as I was saying, everything's digital now, so it's so easy, really, to spy on yeah. everything, like our conversations and that. It's not difficult just to record all conversations on phones yes. and cell phones. Yeah. And then store those and analyze them later and we're talking like a lot of data can you imagine yeah. what their servers are holding the, the amount of data and they, they probably just keep that and if they ever need to go back they could so 
it's a it's scary times, Mike. So what do you want for Christmas, Andy? Well, I think uh, I, I was thinking about the gaming consoles, the new ones, the yep. PS4 or the uh, Xbox. Xbox One. Yep. But uh, I think what I really want is a Tesla. <laughs> Little out of my reach, but... Uh, you just made a huge leap there. Yeah, so Tesla like, are the uh, electric cars made by Tesla. Uh, Elon Musk, one of the founders, uh, used to be with PayPal as well. Yep. Uh, one of the founders of PayPal. Uh, those cars are like big bucks. Yes. Like they, they, they're not just smart cars. They're like amazingly smart, brilliant cars, but fully electric, fully electric. And you know, if you look at the reviews, they, they're just like getting great reviews. I, I just want to try one, one of the safest cars on the road. Exactly. Crash tests. Exactly. I actually met someone who's making an app for Google Glass. Yeah. And what he wants to do is basically, if you're wearing Google Glass, you can walk up to your Tesla and it'll just open up. It just knows that you're there. So it just shows you. Thank God. Yes. Then you don't even have to pull your keys out anymore. You just need your Google glasses. We've got a really fun show today for you. Uh, later on in the hour, we'll be talking with the folks at Adobe about uh, Photoshop Elements and Premiere Elements, a great way to uh, look after and edit your your videos and, and pictures. Also, uh, having a chat with the folks over at PayPal, see what's uh, new there. And after the break, uh, we'll be talking with Brian Schmitz of... Hewlett-Packard about uh, the latest in uh, laser jets, whether you should go inkjet or laser. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with Andy Barrar. We're broadcasting live across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. You can also listen to us online at getconnectedmedia.com and, of course, cknw.com or through the Chorus Radio app. I use that app all the time. Oh, I love it. It's so clear. Yeah, it's so good for me when I'm coming downtown because a lot of times once you hit the downtown core, the reception's kind of spotty in some yep. areas, but with the app, it's uh, clear all the time. Well, we want to switch gears now here and talk about uh, printing. On the line right now, we've got Brian Schmitz. He's the director of LaserJet Marketing at HP. Thanks for joining us today, Brian. Oh, thanks, Andy. I want to talk about uh, printing. A lot of uh, questions uh, we get here uh, on on the show is whether people should go inkjet or laser. Pretty broad uh, question there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, inkjet and laser, I mean, two great technologies. Both have their place for folks. Um, you know, both have their strengths, certainly. You know, when we look at, at ink and laser, you know, historically, inkjet has been mostly a consumer technology. That's kind of where it's got to start and, you know, I'd say has its highest uh, share place within the market. Laser is historically been kind of the purvey of business, and there's reasons for that. Um, when you look at the two technologies, laser uh, certainly excels. When you think about printing uh, text documents, contracts, things like that, that's historically what it's been used for. And when you look at other um, more consumer-oriented applications like photo printing, for example, that's really where inkjet starts to shine. I think a lot of people are always concerned about cost per page. Is there much of a difference anymore, really? There is a difference, and, and you know it depends a lot on the volume you're printing and what you're printing. Um, when you look at cost per page, and you know certainly if you're a consumer and you're not printing a, a really high volume of pages, inkjet typically is the most cost-effective solution that's out there. Um, when you think about higher volume business printing, printing high numbers of forms, for example, that's really where LaserJet starts to show from a cost per page perspective. Brian, a lot of people are familiar with inkjets and and you know refilling the cartridges, but laser uses a toner. Could you can you maybe explain to our listeners how that technology works and how it actually gets the printed paper off off a toner. Yeah, so the fundamentally the two uh the differences between the two technologies are that 
inkjet, you imagine a liquid being sprayed onto paper, and then that liquid is typically absorbed into the paper. With toner, what you're doing is you're, you're melting the toner particles, and they're placed on top of the paper. So it's not a liquid. It's actually a solid, and when during the laser jet printing process, it's, like I said, it's actually melting that toner and putting it on the page. That's why you get into some of the differences in look between the two. Um, because the toner is melted and sits on top of the paper, it typically looks more consistent across different media types and different types of paper, uh, whereas inkjet, as it's absorbed into, it can be affected a little bit more by the type of media that you use. Okay, I hope my mom's not listening right now, but Brian, I'm going to be buying my parents uh, uh, <laughs> a printer this holiday season. <laughs> and um, they they don't actually print a lot. So when it comes to inkjet or laser, which one would I want, would I want to get to make sure that it doesn't dry up? Well, the, the first thing you should do is buy an HP. That's the, my first recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, I would really recommend an inkjet printer. Like I said, for relatively low volumes of printing, you'll find the hardware cost is lower, uh, so the purchase price when you buy the printer, and then the inkjet cartridges themselves are lower. Now, the trade-off is um, with the lower-cost devices, you pay a little bit more in the per-page cost, but if you're not printing high volumes, that is a good trade-off for a lot of uh, consumers to make. What uh, what kind of new things are uh, we seeing from HP this uh, this holiday season? Well, I'll tell you, a, a big push for us, and it's been going on for a couple of years, and we continue to build upon it, is being able to print from mobile devices. You know, it used to be with printers, we would think about you needed to be able to have a great print experience from your PC. And today, as we know, it's not just about PCs. It's mobile phones and tablets. And folks want to print from those devices. Now, they don't print everything, and some of these uh, things they would print, they carry with them. But when they need to, we want to make sure they can. And so we've enabled... You know, certainly all the Apple devices with our AirPrint solution to be able to print. Um, we have ePrint that will print from pretty much any device out there. And a new technology called Wireless Direct, where you don't even have to join the network. You can simply connect to the printer directly and send a print job to it. So that's one technology I would really look for. Is that, uh, do people have to load a lot of software for that or is it just an app? No, and in most cases, and again, it varies from mobile platform to mobile platform, but most of them, there's no software, there's no driver. Uh, for example, if you use an Apple device, AirPrint is built into the latest versions of iOS. You simply, you know, click a button, choose print, it will browse for the printer, connect to it, and then send the print job. So we've really tried to make it very, very easy. I think that's great, Mike. One of the biggest problems with printers, especially on computers, is the drivers, and it drives people crazy trying to find the right drivers or updating the drivers. <laughs> Brian, I, I understand that now they're trying to get it right into the operating system itself on the mobile devices, whether it be uh, iOS or Android. I think in KitKat, they're going to have that technology embedded right into the operating system so you can just print. You just press print and it it'll basically will print. Is that is that a, a fair assumption? Yeah, you're keeping up with the technology very well. That's, in fact, exactly what we're doing. Like I said, it's been embedded into iOS for a while. KitKat will have it embedded as well. And we're working with um, all the major device vendors and operating systems to make sure it is embedded within the, the operating system. As you mentioned, we don't want people downloading drivers. We want the print capability to just be there and just work. Very cool. What uh, what kind of exciting technologies on the horizon for you guys? Where are you guys going with, with stuff? Well, you can imagine we're going to we're going to continue to simplify and expand the mobile print offering that we have. Um, we're doing a lot around cloud connectivity, so we're seeing more and more people use things like Box.net, Dropbox, SkyDrive, uh, storing documents. So we're building in connectivity into our printers so that you can scan documents directly to those cloud services, retrieve them from those cloud services, and print them when you need to. That's pretty cool. I know a lot of uh, folks at our office use Dropbox, so that's uh, 
be a handy feature to actually scan from the uh, the all-in-one device uh, directly to Dropbox. Well, Mike, about a, about a month ago, I remember you sent me to Boise, Idaho, where HP has a, a huge printing campus. And so I, I know... Did, I did send you there, yes. I, I know everything about laser printers, and I thought I knew a lot before. What, yeah. Brian, one of the most amazing things that I learned um, at that trip was that you actually get paper from all over the world, and you test it with your printers in different humidity levels as well. So they put it in, into a humidity dome and get this, like, really? paper that's, yeah, it's, it's almost kind of wet, and they'll, they'll test it. I had no idea. Every printing factory or manufacturer of, of paper, they'll test it inside their, in their research labs. That's a, that's a lot of paper. Yeah, right? that, yeah, it actually is amazing. I mean, people think paper is paper, but as you go around the world, the makeup of paper is very different. You know, people think paper comes from wood. Well, it doesn't come from wood in all parts of the world. In fact, you know, a lot of it is non-wood products going into the paper, and we have to make sure that, you know, print works consistently no matter what media is put into the device, no matter what the humidity level is, no matter what the temperature level is. So an amazing amount of testing goes into ensure that. Brian, where can people find out more information about uh, HP and, and uh, your printers? Oh, hp.com for sure. Um, just go there. You'll see printers right on the main page. Browse to it. You'll see inkjet, laserjet, um, you know, the variety of devices we have, single function, multifunction, on the laser side, color and monochrome, um, and all about our mobility solutions as well. Very cool. Thanks for joining us on the line today, Brian. Well, thanks, guys. That was Brian Schmitz, Director of LaserJet Marketing at HP. we still got lots of great stuff left in the show. After the break, we will be talking with the folks at PayPal and then Adobe uh, about their Photoshop and uh, Premiere elements. If you take a lot of photos uh, or even video with things like camcorders, digital still cameras, and even smartphones, you'll want to stay tuned for that because... Uh, uh, the software is pretty cool. I use it all the time myself, and it's a great way to organize uh, all your media, but also uh, create some fun stuff with it as well. And you know a lot of people are going to be taking photos and videos during the holiday season, so you can kind of all put it together and make a nicely well-produced uh, you know, album or a video to show exactly uh, how your holidays went this year. Quickly, Andy, the prize this week. Well, we just talked to the folks at HP. We're going to give one away, a laser jet. It's a multifunction laser jet. It's the M177. It does pretty much everything. Prints, bands, scan, or prints, scans, fax, you name it, it can do it. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com and hit on our contest tab to enter and win the HP LaserJet MFP M177. When we come back from the break, the folks at PayPal and paying online. You're listening to Get Connected brought to you by London Drugs here on the Cores Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected and Mike Agarbo with Andy Barrar. Hang around. Later, we'll be talking with the folks over at Adobe about Adobe Photoshop Premiere and Elements. They've got a new version out here for the holiday season, so you'll want to stay tuned on some uh, great things you can do with your photos and videos. Right now, we want to talk about shopping and paying for shopping online. We've got our friend uh, on the phone here, Carrie Reynolds from PayPal. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. You guys uh, did a little uh, study or a, a poll recently, uh, and uh, you got some pretty interesting results. We did. Uh, we asked Canadians, this was just before the uh, the big Black Friday and Cyber Monday season, we asked Canadians where they were going to be doing most of their shopping and specifically asked about smartphone and tablet use. And so we found actually that one in two Canadians did agree that shopping from their smartphone or tablet was going to be a way better option than hitting the stores this holiday season. And uh, we definitely actually saw some of that data come to fruition when we got uh, the results from last week's shopping frenzy. I I, I think this is interesting because I actually bought stuff while laying in bed with my iPad. <laughs> is, that, is that weird? 
Actually, no, because people said that that was one of the places they said they would use their phone most often. You know, we thought it might be, you know, in transit or going to and from work or something like that. But most people actually said they would use it right from home and even in bed. Carrie, when uh, people think about shopping, everyone thinks that women shop more than men. But it looks like from this survey, it's a little bit different. Men actually spend more money on mobile devices when they're shopping than women. That's right. That's right. I, I was going to forward this to my husband just to make sure he saw the results. But yeah, absolutely. Men are much more likely to spend uh, from their mobile devices than women. So we had men saying that they would spend on average about $278 and women were down to just about 195 So men are the men are the key players in the mobile space. We don't want to go into the shopping mall. No, not at all. <laughs> exactly. Why. Avoiding the parking. I think that was the main reason. It's like the best thing that uh, has ever uh, happened. Uh, so were the results the same across Canada? Were there regional uh, differences? Uh, no, actually, we did see some difference. So mobile shoppers in British Columbia were also expected to spend the most during the shopping holidays. So uh, as, so from their mobile devices, um, BC beat out every other province. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess that's true. I, I've spent a truckload of money this year, this holiday season, <laughs> uh, through through my mobile device. But you guys, PayPal, you you guys are a, a payment system. Can you tell our listeners uh, how you guys work? Yeah, well, absolutely. In fact, all of this use on your mobile phone really comes um, into into play with PayPal because PayPal is one of those tools that makes it really, really easy to shop from your mobile phone. So PayPal is uh, what we call a digital wallet. So that means that you save all of your financial details, so your credit card details and even your bank account details online so that you can pay with your with any means that you choose when you go to checkout. So, for example, if you're on a, a retailer like Roots, you can really, really quickly get through the checkout in just a couple of clicks because all of your information is already saved in your PayPal account. And when you're on your mobile phone, believe you me, that is the best time to have everything saved because you don't want to be picking out and typing in all of the 12 digits of your credit card number or anything like that. I think some people are still a little worried about things like PayPal um, not being safe. How do you talk to those folks? Well, PayPal is incredibly secure. In fact, that's one of the main value props that, that we put out there. PayPal happens to be more secure than even some of the major credit cards out there. So when you're shopping online, because the, 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 the merchant that you're shopping from never actually sees your personal details, the risk of your credit card information or your personal information getting out there is much, much lower. So that means that you can shop on sites that may not be Canadian sites or may be fairly small, and you don't have to worry about their level of security because you know you're protected with PayPal. It's interesting. I'm seeing some online retailers like brick-and-mortar stores that have online presences starting to use uh, PayPal as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Best Buy is one of uh, um, the the big new merchants that we've added just in the last year. Future Shop as well. Um, you know, we have other great ones out there as well. I already mentioned Roots, Toys R Us. Uh, those are all big ones that have amazing uh, PayPal presences, both online and on mobile. Who owns PayPal now? Are you guys a, a, your own separate company? Uh, we're owned by eBay Inc. eBay Inc. Yes. <laughs> I've heard, of, I've heard of this eBay. <laughs> <laughs> this eBay. This eBay. Um, yes, eBay is one of our is one of our companies as well. And so, of course, you know, PayPal got its start as uh, the payment provider for eBay. But um, we certainly uh, um, have branched out from there. And you can use your PayPal account at millions of different merchants. And we have over five million active users of PayPal in Canada right now as well. Carrie, you know, like uh, you just kind of mentioned, uh, like P- PayPal and eBay have a long-standing relationship. When did PayPal first come onto the scene? Because it feels like you've been around forever. 
We we have, we have been around for a while, and that's actually one of the benefits to PayPal is that it's been uh, years in the making. Um, certainly, uh, PayPal originating in the U.S., but even here in Canada for the last seven or eight years, we've grown to be such a trusted source of payment for Canadians, and um, I think that's one of the reasons why people trust us so much. Where can people find out more information uh, about PayPal, Carrie? Absolutely. Go to paypal.ca, and uh, we even have a, a little button in the top right corner. If you hit explore, people can go and see in all of the different merchants that take PayPal as a payment option. And they get free money, right? <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes we do have offers out there. We we just finished one that uh, we did that offered a 5% cashback for, for all of your purchases. But oh. unfortunately, that's over. You'll just have to stay tuned and watch for the next one. Wow, I didn't know that. I got the yeah. email. Did you? Yeah. Oh, got, there you go. I did get that email. <laughs> sign up. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great deal. Was that 5% on anything? Uh, 5% on, if you signed up, 5% yeah. off your second and all subsequent purchases. Wow, that's cool. So, like, if you bought a big screen TV, mm-hmm. you could get 5% off. Exactly. Buy something small first and then buy the big oh, screen TV. okay. <laughs> very cool. Thanks so much for joining us, Carrie. You're very welcome. It's been my pleasure. That was Carrie Reynolds, Head of Consumer Marketing for PayPal. The contest one more time, Andy. We're giving away an HP multifunction laser printer. It can print, scan, and fax. Excellent, excellent printer. I was in the research labs. I can tell you this thing is pretty cool. Head to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. And hit on the contest tab to enter and win the laser jet. I wish I could enter this, Mike, because I'm definitely going to get my mom a laser jet printer this Why are holiday you season. This on air? Like, what is she I, I, I don't think she listens to the show, so I, <laughs> I feel safe saying this. When we come back from the break, we'll talk with the friends, uh, our friends over at Adobe about uh, the new Photoshop Premiere and Elements. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with Andy Brar. We're broadcasting live across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. Of course, you can listen to us online as well at getconnectedmedia.com or through the Chorus Radio app. Well, if you're like me and uh, millions of others, you probably take a ton of digital photos and video for that matter, especially with smartphones uh, uh, having some great cameras built into them now. Exactly. Um, you know, so many people have basically uh, HD camera and video camera in their pocket at all times. And I know this holiday season, Mike, a lot of videos going to be made during uh, Christmas parties and such. And people could put them all together and make a nice little video without too much knowledge with this uh, product that we're about to learn about. It's amazing how many photos I've amassed. I honestly think I have about 18,000 photos on my hard drive. And just the other day, I was backing up my iPhone and I had 2,300 photos. Wow. I hadn't backed it up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Well, on the line, we've uh, got our good friends at uh, Adobe, uh, Bob Gager. He's uh, one of the product managers for Photoshop Elements. Thanks for joining us today, Bob. You bet. Uh, I wanted to bring you on the line. Uh, we love your software. I, I use it myself. Uh, you guys have uh, the latest uh, versions out here. Uh, great time for uh, the holiday season. Uh, what, what can we expect new in Photoshop Elements? Yeah, glad you're using the latest version. Uh, just so everybody knows, we just released version 12 of both Photoshop Elements and Premiere Elements, two different applications designed for photo editing and video editing. And with the new release, we've done a lot of really cool things. Um, you guys are just touching on sort of that iPhone or, or actually, you know, any mobile device capture phenomena that's going on. What we're seeing as well is you're not alone. A lot of people are now capturing most of their photos and videos uh, with that phone that's in their pocket or their purse, and they still have a challenge of how do they get those uh, memories off of the device, 
and onto their desktop where they really want to do a lot of their more uh, interesting viewing and editing activities. So one of the important new features in Photoshop Elements and Premiere Elements is something that we call mobile albums. And with that feature, uh, we've, we've got an app that runs on the, on the mobile devices, and we've integrated that into the desktop software. So you don't have to worry anymore about how to get those photos and videos off of your phone. Uh, you just run around, take your pictures, take your videos, and when you get back home and fire up Photoshop Elements on your desktop, they're all right there, ready to be downloaded and, and edited in your software. It's a really cool new feature. I, I really like that aspect of your software because you have that whole organization side, but you have that editing and sharing side as well. It kind of encompasses the, the full meal deal, I, I'd, I'd like to call it. Yeah, exactly. We like to create an, what, what we think of as an end-to-end -end solution. Um, we found that folks really don't like to use one tool for one piece of, of what they do with their photos and videos and a completely different tool for something else. They like a single tool where all this stuff is just built to naturally work together and, and be really easy to use. And that's, that's a, a really strong part of how we think about the software is not only do we provide a lot of power, of course, as, as you would expect with a Photoshop-based uh, product, but we do it in a way that's much more approachable for the everyday person, right? It's not – these aren't tools that people use as part of their job day in and day out. It's a more casual usage, and therefore it needs to be really easy to use. I think that's the important thing because I think a lot of folks are uh, intimidated when it comes to like photo editing or enhancing your photos. They they think they have to have uh, a lot of knowledge on how to use that type of software. And uh, you know, obviously, you know, Adobe Photoshop. Everyone hears about that. You know, professionals use that. You know, to create magazine ads and, and photos and things like that. But you really have made it simple with the uh, the Elements version. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and. Um... You know, one of the things that we've done along that lines is the products have something called guided edits in them. Um, and guided edits have been in Photoshop Elements for a while. They're new this year to Premiere Elements, the video editor. Uh, but what they really are is built-in tutorials. So you don't have to go hunt down, you know, how do I do this or how do I do that. Um, helping you be successful in some of those editing activities is, is literally built right into the product. Let's talk about Premiere Elements. Uh, that would be the video side uh, of, of the software. What are some of the cool features uh, that uh, have uh, been built into the new version? Yeah, so we've done a number of things this year. As I just mentioned, the guided edits was a really big piece. Um, a lot of people, you know, they, they're capturing more and more video and still not editing a lot of it because video editing is still a bit intimidating. And so these guided edits are, are literally, they take you by the hand and they walk you through how to achieve any particular task inside the product. And so that's been a really popular feature in this release. Um, we've also added uh, some cool editing things that are, that are a lot more fun, uh, things like uh, motion tracking. So if you've got a video of, uh, say, your son snowboarding down the hill, uh, you can attach a thought bubble to his head and uh, type some words, and that thought bubble will track him as he snowboards through the video scene. So it's it's kind of a real fun way to get creative with your video. That's crazy. I, you know, I've been in the video side for many, many years now, and back in the early days of digital video editing, you know, that type of technology was like thousands of dollars for the computers and the software that could actually do motion tracking, and now it's built into this entry-level software. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, like you say, it was very expensive, and it took forever to analyze the video, and now it's, you know, virtually real-time and, and you know, at a price point that's affordable to everybody. Are you finding, uh, you know, as far as the photos and video, 
how much are smartphones playing a, a picture in that now? Are, are more people taking uh, pictures and, and media with their smartphones, or are they still using typical point-and-shoots and camcorders? Um, there's still not so much camcorders anymore. Point-and-shoots are becoming more popular on the video side because for a while now they've been able to capture nice video. Um, but, yeah, the trend is definitely to uh, capture video on your mobile device. Um, and I think it's it's a it's a matter of convenience, right? You, you don't always plan ahead for those fun moments that you want to remember. They just kind of happen at at a whim, and so that camera phone in your pocket or your purse is what people are using to capture those with. And will the software work work with most of the smartphones out there? As far as oh, absolutely, the video yeah, all of the all of the video and photo formats supported uh, by all these new devices are supported with the new version of the software. Very cool. Where can people find out more information about uh, the new uh, the new versions, Brian? Where can people find out more information about the new versions of uh, Premiere and Photoshop Elements? Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, at our website, of course, so www.adobe.com, and right there on the front page down at the bottom is a link to the Elements products family. Um, and there's all kinds of stuff there about the new features in version 12, as well as some of the features that we've added over the course of the, the last 12 years um, that really make these uh, both Photoshop elements and Premiere elements really rich products. Thanks again for joining us, Brian. I mean, sorry, Bob. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no problem. There. Bob Gager, product manager for Photoshop and Premiere elements, uh, our good friends at Adobe Software uh, that uh, Andy and I use uh, many, many times. When we come back from the break, some more tech news. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by Lena Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and Andy here, talking to you live across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. I think uh, I kept calling my last guest Brian. Yeah, I know. You know how many times you've done that, Mike, where you get people's (laughs) names wrong? (laughs) Oh, that's so bad. Well, anyway, Bob, if you're still listening, I apologize. I know it's Bob, not Brian. But we did have Brian earlier in the show. That's right. You're getting your bees confused. Uh, I got a new TV. Yes. Yeah, I uh, cyber... Monday or Black Friday there, I went online, and uh, I got a Vizio. A Vizio? Yeah. Wow, I've heard some good stuff about Vizio. Yeah, a lot really of people aren't aware about that brand, though. It's interesting, because I, I was replacing an old HP smart TV. <laughs> well, I can't believe you had that TV. You like when, I don't remember when HP was in the TV business. That's how old that TV was. I think it was before TV you were born. <laughs> but anyway, it was a flat uh, panel LCD, and I think it was a 46-inch. So I, I got this new 50-inch. And it's funny, like I, I take the old one off. It's like weighs the same as like a Volkswagen. It's so heavy. And this new Vizio TV is just like feather. Yeah. Like I could almost do it myself. That's how light this thing is. But anyway, it's a 50 inch. So it's like four inches bigger diagonally. It's a much bigger picture, but the thing looks tiny. Yes. Cause it's got like that tiny bezel on it and, and everything. My wife's like, you got us a smaller TV? Well, it it looks like that because the entire screen is 50 inch and yeah. the, the entire TV is probably like, what, 52 inches yeah, exactly. diagonally? Because there really is no bezel. Yeah. Uh, the bezel on the old TV was like a few inches wide. Yeah. It was crazy. So I think uh, for the show, the next season of the show, we'll get you an articulating arm and we can mount it into your living room, Mike. I think that would be a, a good little how-to segment. You think? I think, yeah. I like articulating arm. <laughs> articulating arm. So this will actually, people are familiar with, you know, with flat screen monitors yeah. where you can mount it right on the wall. Well, because TVs are getting so thin, you can actually do that as well on, uh, on your wall for your television. So we'll get something. I think you'll need something around 50 pounds it can handle. So yeah. uh, a nice strong one. And, uh, we'll, we'll show people how they can mount a TV and on you the and wall. I will put it on? 
I have, yeah, well, they call me what Handy could, Andy for a reason. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to it. Very, very cool. The contest one more time, Andy. We're giving away a multifunction printer, laser printer from HP. This thing is amazing. It can print. It can scan, it can fax, it can do just about anything you need it to. Head to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com and hit on the contest tab to enter and win. We always got a lot of fabulous prizes, especially during the holiday season. So there's going to be a couple more that will be open. You'll want to enter those as well while you're on our page. I want to thank all the people that helped put the show together. As always, Andy Barrar, my trusty co-host and producer, and the rest of the Get Connected team. We've got uh, Tasia Custody, Graham Williams, Tristan Jutra, Paul Gill, Al Hattori. And lest we forget, Wes Watanko. Wes Watanko, I forget him uh, all the time. And of course, uh, Christina Stoyanova, who helps out uh, with a lot of the, uh, a lot of my tweeting and, and social media. Yeah. And of course, uh, our sponsor as well, London Drugs. If you need any uh, tech items, whether those are computers, laptops, tablets, cameras, or big screen TVs, you'll want to check them out this Christmas season. They've got uh, great staff down there that really know what they're talking about. I, uh, I highly recommend them. That's all the time we have left. Mike and Andy logging off for Get Connected. We'll see you again next week.